The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen. I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will repay you. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting except your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Homilies on Ash Wednesday should be brief. So please, someone start timing me. They should be brief because the real homily is not what is said in so many words. The real breaking open of the scriptures happens through gestures, through signs, through symbols, especially on this day. In just a few moments, one of the most potent powerful and primordial symbols of not just our faith but of all of humanity be placed on our forehead. It is worth noting what it can mean for us. The ashes that we will place on our forehead symbolize obviously death. We are dust and unto dust we return. That is for many a frightening prospect but one that cannot be escaped. There's an old saying that's been around for years that there's only two sure things in life, death and taxes. Well, taxes you can cheat on, but you can't cheat death. The simple reality is that everybody in this church, and probably in a sense everybody in this city, within 50 or 75, maybe at the outside, 100 years, will all be 
And we all are old enough to know what death means. We've experienced it in our own families, among the people that we love sometimes the most in our lives. It's shocking, it's startling, it's unbelievable in a way that someone who was so alive yesterday could be so gone today. Death. It's sobering, it's sad, it's difficult, and for many it's frightening, and we can't escape it. Those ashes symbolize more than just physical death, though. They also symbolize an interior kind of death that can happen to us along the way of our lives, long before we reach the grave. What can happen inside us is that obviously we are born as human beings to love. We are born to live, we are born to share, we are born to give of ourselves. That's what makes us happy. That's what makes us full. That's what makes us who we are supposed to be. And very often through the course of our lives, we shortchange that destiny of love in our lives. We cut corners, we make exceptions. There are those we do not have to forgive. There are those we do not have to serve. There are those we do not have to love. And those exceptions, well, sometimes they grow. And each of those exceptions to love is an exception which goes by, of course, the name of sin, I suppose. Sin being a little death, sometimes a big death, in our interior lives. And people can be dead in spirit long before they're dead in flesh. These ashes symbolize that kind of death too. But there's one more sign that is potent in this day. And that is these ashes are placed on our foreheads in the sign of a cross. It's not just a smudge. It's the sign of the cross. And that cross symbolizes so much. It reminds us in a powerful way, in an internal way, in a gutsy kind of way that what Jesus has done in his life with his love is subvert death from the inside out by experiencing the worst humanity has to offer, even death itself. He turns that grave injustice, that terrible sin, into grace by turning death into an act of love Jesus subverts death and wins the day for love, for life, indeed for God. We follow him this day in striving to do the same in our lives, to turn our death and our deaths, both physical and spiritual, into an act of love. And that is our commitment during these coming 40 days so that we might be prepared for the great gift of Easter when death indeed is fully subverted from the inside out by love and life reigns. During these coming 40 days, we commit ourselves to the cross, to the cross of love, 
to the cross of forgiveness, to the cross of mercy, to the cross of justice, to the cross of fully giving ourselves over to God and one another. And death then loses its sting. The victory is won. Resurrection is ours. <laughs>